0: with his favorite movie eating popcorn and some shrimp it looked like i don't know where this is but it's a protein crisp either way you feel me who's doing that i don't know i'm just going through uh everybody's story and just kind of saying something that comes to mind i got you it's a good little exercise you know make it feel like a real story (laughs) you know what i'm saying do it sound good (laughs) do it sound good brother (laughs) oh does the audio audio sounds great yeah bro bro. oh you
1: thought you thought what i was talking about sound good no i thought i don't know it's like an ad-lib for a song is I'm you sure. rolling,
0: and yeah, I might be. That's a, that's how I heard it. I've never heard that song before in my life, actually. You, ha- you heard that song. No, never have I, ever. Never been to a <laughs> function that would dare play that type of music. So. <laughs> no, I have not heard that song. <laughs> never have I. Never have I. Never have I. Never have I.
1: Yo, welcome back to another episode of Helping Homies Win, the podcast. Tools
0: for lifting the generation. This is your boy, T-Rose.
1: And I am Antonio J. Bell.
0: Antonio J. Bell. How you feeling, my brother?
1: I'm good, man. I'm feeling better, bro.
0: you feeling better?
1: Yeah, I'm feeling better. G. Better
0: yeah. than what, bro?
1: Better than I felt on the flight here.
0: Oh, better than you felt on the flight here.
1: Yeah, so, all right. So, I was... Um, tell me more. <laughs> please, do tell. So, I was... Um, so, my flight here was interesting, right? So, I... Um, I, I here to, to Los Angeles. Here to can I, LA. Can I say I, that? I went to Chick-fil-A, right? And I got, you Praise know, a chicken God sandwich, chicken whatever, flight. whatever. And I had trash. So I asked, uh, you know, um, what do you call the, the people that work on the planes now? What's the politically correct? The
0: flight attendant. The flight
1: attendant. I asked You're him, about to say stewardess? Yeah, I was about to, low-key. That's sex is my brother. Is
0: it? Because I don't know. Okay.
1: So I asked my man. I said, yo, uh, do you have somewhere I can throw this away at? And he was like, yeah, you got to walk up there, though. And he pointed to his right, to the front end of the plane. And ask asked them to throw it away for you. I said, bet. So I had to walk through first class, bro. Right? Yeah. To get there. And I'm seeing all their leg room. I'm seeing how much space they have. you seeing all the privilege. I'm seeing how comfortable they are. Yeah. I'm seeing the little bottles of water that they got that are just theirs. That they got before any of us ever get something to drink.
0: They get food and drinks and all that, bro, before, before they probably take everybody, off.
1: Everybody, bro. I'm seeing the blankets and the pillows. Yeah. Right? But I'm seeing the fact it. that there's only one human sitting next to you. Right. It's love. And I, and I no, it's not love. Right. So in this moment, I'm not I'm playing coach. So in this moment, bro, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm depressed because I'm like, yo, I got to fly with the peasants. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Y'all got me in the back of the plane because I can't afford first class on my own. I only I'm get first class when somebody else is paying for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that just
0: really set my trip off on the wrong foot. Well, so, was this your first time walking through, or was this your first time just being attentive?
1: This may be, this is my first time. Cause bro, when I, like normally, I fly Southwest, okay. right, where everybody's an equal.
0: <laughs> wow, Equity Airlines, right? okay.
1: I fly Southwest, because it's the cheapest, and really, I fly Southwest, because I get to, to change my flights when
0: I need to. So, you got privilege with Southwest.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean? If I, if I want to, like, if I had to cancel my flight, I'm going to keep my credit, whereas with Delta, you can not do that. That's because you
0: do travel a lot.
1: Right, and, and my, okay. my schedule
0: changes, right? Right because so cause you're an actor. Yeah. Okay. So. And things change at the Delta. Drop of a dime. You know,
1: this is the first time in a minute that I've flown Delta, and 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 I paid for my flight. Okay. In a couple of months, so, and I like I flew, I think first Slice class flex. last month, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't know what you said. I'm not even gonna ask you. I think I flew first class like last month. So now it's like to 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 know what first class feels like, and then
0: have to fly with the peasants is bro. is is crazy, bro. Bro. <laughs> I didn't have to fly with the peasants I ain't never took a trip in first class in my life You haven't? Never bro Don't do it bro Nah I will You know I used to say I would never do that bro Like I don't see why you'd pay a thousand dollars For a ticket when That same ticket is three hundred When you just got to sit. And what I tell you? And you told me that I'm gonna do it
1: Do you remember the example I gave you?
0: Bro I don't Tell me So
1: for those of you that don't know T-Ross lives in Los Angeles County um, but he ain't really from LA, he's from Pomona. And that's
0: crazy. I'm not from Pomona. <laughs> I am not from Pomona.
1: So you know LA is four hours from Vegas. T Ross, for the last at least four years, refuses to drive to Vegas.
0: <laughs> Why do you refuse to drive to Vegas? I would never drive to Vegas. Why? It's a waste of time, bro. Why? Those four hours I can be doing something else. That's eight hours total round right. trip.
1: So it's for time?
0: Yeah. For and time. comfort, right? Time and comfort, one hundred percent. Same thing I, with Southwest. I remember. Yeah, it's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean not yeah. Southwest for first class. First class. It's like paying for convenience. Yeah. You know, and I and I you know, after I think you broke that down to me and recognized that I pay for convenience, in that regard, I'd rather book a two hundred and forty dollar ticket round trip to Vegas than to drive and throw twenty on the gas for whoever's driving. Because um, I don't even want to be a passenger on the trip to Vegas. It's not even about me being behind the wheel. Yeah. It's about me not wanting to waste that time. I hear you. Which sounds very arrogant, but hey, I pay for convenience, definitely. Um, So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've realized, I've come to realize that I definitely will pay for first class when when uh, my pockets is, is <laughs> when looking When my pockets right. do allow. You know what I'm saying? My pockets allow for that. I will be first class. You feel me? <laughs> But yeah, bro. So so you know, you you experience first class, um, class, class. You 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 know what I'm saying you experience first class, um, visually, and <laughs> that threw your
1: your mood off. Well, no, nah, that. So that was just a joking way to like you know approach like you know. Real life, you
0: know what I'm saying? Uh, no, I, I believe it. I believe. Yeah, yeah. It. So I
1: mean, it wasn't that big of a deal. Let's roll into it, though. Is what yeah, I'm saying. You I got you. Mean? Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't that big of a deal, but it was. It was just a funny observation I made. But so, so, but, but you
0: have flown first class before? Yeah, a couple times. A couple. That's crazy. That's yeah, amazing. A couple bro. times. Praise God for your journey.
1: Toronto, Atlanta to Toronto, Toronto to LA, and then uh Atlanta to to Richmond,
0: Richmond, Virginia.
1: Yeah, yeah. Those. Are, I think. The, I think only three times.
0: That's a few times, brother.
1: Yeah, it is. I did say a few. So, anyway, so but outside of that though, like the- like I think the, you said the, a couple. Oh, my bad. So, outside of that, the um the real the real the real the real reason I say better, right? Is like yeah. kind of like what we were talking about, you know, off air a second ago, is like for me I'm I'm really struggling with the fact that I've got to depend on any one stream of income or any corporation or any 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 one lane in life. The man Yeah, whatever that is. Like, I I hate that so much. Yeah, like, I'm in LA right now. I flew out last two nights ago for a callback. Um, for for a series, right?
0: What's a callback?
1: Okay, so, um, the audition process is many variations of this. You know, your agent submits you um, on the project. The casting director reviews the submissions, makes her selections as to who she thinks is a good fit for. And submissions
0: are your. Headshot, your resume, okay. and it
1: also sometimes includes a pitch. So depending on who represents you, mm-hmm. you know if your people really rock with you, they're getting on the phone calling the casting directors or producers and saying, look, you got to check out Tarek Ross. He's an excellent actor, whatever, Thank whatever. You, you got to check out, check out this, this guy. Like right. He's perfect for this. You got to take a look at him, right? Mm-hmm. So after they review the submissions, they make their selections, and let's say they choose 100 actors to read for a project. Really, probably like 50. They choose like
0: 50 actors. And this project, project can be a movie, a commercial, a, a television TV show. Whatever okay yeah, yeah right okay
1: so 50 people read for it of those 50 people she may make 10 selections right okay and and for those 10 up to casting right i uh, sorry, not casting to producers right okay. the producers and director look at it and they'll say all right man we really like these three people right but you know this guy's our favorite Tarek. so we're gonna take Tarek and we're gonna um send him to the studio to let the studio look at his tape right and that this is this is the, the, the one that does not include a callback, right? That's one that's one way. Now okay. with the callback is, you know, after the, those ten actors would just get callbacks and those ten actors would come back in. They'll come and back in
0: to wherever the callbacks are held. Callbacks are held right but in thi- person. This is in the room with who?
1: Directors, producers, if it could be anybody a part of the production. Itself. Right, right. Okay. Casting directors. Okay. And then, you know, you go to the callback and then after that they may have a second callback with half those people now. Mm-hmm. You know, and then after, you know, the second or third round of callbacks, now you're in chemistry reads maybe. Okay. you know and or your reads in, are chemistry reads will be you and whoever else is cast opposite you so like think the notebook there's yeah. footage of the chemistry read of uh, rachel mcadams and ryan so Godfrey.
0: it's literally to test the chemistry between between two actors. Those teen, yeah
1: see how you guys look together see how you uh-huh. guys work together right okay. you don't know each other but right. that's what we're gonna do so after a chemistry read you know or in place of a chemistry read, sometimes it's, it's a test so you go test for the network so the network, you know, uh, Netflix or Amazon or whoever, will you we know, they have their representatives in the room. Mm-hmm. Could be three people, could be 25, depending on how big the studio is. Okay. And you've got to now audition in front of the network. And get their approval. And get their approval. Yeah, okay. you and three other people. On so this, this, this is
0: a serious process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can how, be. how long can this happen from beginning to end, just really quick?
1: Oh, bro, months. It could be okay. months, it can be, it can be a week. All you know, this, this could happen Bro, this this legit, you know, Harriet, when I did that, I, I auditioned Friday. You said Harriet? Yeah. What is Harriet? Bro, we talked about that on another podcast. If you want to know what Harriet is, go listen to the episode before this. Praise so Harriet. I love the
0: plug. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so for Harriet, I did uh, Friday auditions, and then like that Tuesday, we got the offer. Okay. Jeremy was the same thing, too, That's I think. I auditioned yeah. three days later, I got an offer. That's crazy. Nigerian Prince, I auditioned, and then, then a week later, um, Which I had is a callback, right and then a week later, um, I got the offer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it just it just varies, right? But you know, I've heard people say it's been you know they di- auditioned for something, and it takes three months for they hear back. Wow, you know. Um, so I'm here for a callback, right? And this isn't my first callback. Mm. You know, this isn't the first you know opportunity I'm going to have to work on a dope project. But for some reason, my anxiety was was like out of this world, bro. Mm. Like out of this. Prior world. to coming here. During the process of coming here. Okay. When I was in Atlanta, I was fine. Yeah. You know, okay, this is what we're doing. We're going to LA for this callback. I'm not tripping, whatever, whatever. But when I got here, when I got on the plane, I'm in the air, man. And, like, I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? Mm. I literally dropped everything yesterday to hop on a plane to go meet a, a director to be considered for his project. Yeah. Right? Which is a beautiful position to be in, but there's a piece of me that's just like, yo, why, why am I doing this? You know what I mean? Why am I putting myself through this? Because it's like, with this particular character, he is very much different than what I've ever played on screen before.
0: Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like... Go ahead. When you say, why am I doing this? Are you speaking specifically to this particular search situation? Why are you coming to LA this time around for this project? Or why are you in a position a little bit of both where you're an actor in your it's a little bit of both okay it's a little bit because i mean like
1: what we do bro it's like legit like imagine bro imagine that you you have a job right Mm -hmm. but every 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 week or every three months depending on how big of a project or how big your job is you got to go back in and interview again every friday
0: truly interview yeah not, not because, you know, people say, oh, I have to interview again for my job, but the job is still guaranteed. There's just no. a formal process. This is literally re to see if you continue next week.
1: Yeah. You and 20 other people that look just like you, they're just as qualified as you. Some of them are more qualified. Right. And you got to interview with them again to see if you're going to keep that same job that you have. See if you still To prove qualified. that you can still do see, that.
0: See if you're still. Yeah.
1: Wow. You know. I can't imagine that. And you're doing that constantly. You know, just that, 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 that rigorous. Having to prove yourself for their their thing, mm. you know what I'm saying, so for this particular project man like i'm f- I found myself at a certain point, dog, where at a moment, bro, but so i had a I, I found myself at a certain point where I was trying to become what I think they wanted me to be for their project,
0: you were trying to fit the mold that you felt like they may have had, yeah, they have. whatever
1: they're looking for, yeah. I was trying to be that how so oh. this character. On the page, it's 35, mm-hmm. right? This character has a 70-year-old son in the script, but in my size, he's four years old. You know, this character... And your sides? Uh, yeah, the sides is the, just the audition material. Okay. Some fake so scenes like or just revised like scenes Like the or script.
0: The script is like... I mean, layman's terms, The script.
1: Right, so, so I said, in the script, he's, he's one age, well, he, he, the kid's one age, and then the sides, he's another age. So the sides are normally pulled from a script and sometimes revised, okay. so they've changed the age and the sides, but either okay. way, the kid's either seven or four years old, yeah. right? And, you know, I've, I've been playing kids, but I've been playing 17, 17, 18, 16, black 18. don't crack. Yeah, don't, right? So <laughs> I found that, that I'm now comfortable doing that because mm-hmm. I've already been validated in that lane.
0: Were you uncomfortable with that going into I it? was. At first, I was ten years younger than you. Yeah, because I'm like I'm not sixteen anymore. I'm sorry. Do you have an industry age? Did I just ruin that? What? Do you have an industry age? Them, the people that 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 that
1: are in charge of this won't listen to this, and we're good. Okay. Oh, they might. Because I don't good.
0: know if you're pushing yourself as a true eighteen. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Okay. You may not After this, be, and everything might change. You may be born in '99 or something. That's all, all we know. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. So, so you you said you've gotten validation yeah. from playing 17 year olds. The the right. gigs that you've booked, yeah. you've played a younger role. Right. And here you are now being um, asked to play. Asked to play a 35 year old. Right. So, what I've discovered
1: is they told me that if I'm the guy, if I'm the choice. A lot of a lot of his circumstances going to change to fit me, right? Okay.
0: So is this something that normally happens for actors mm, when they go in audition I for something? I have not
1: heard of this much. No. Okay. This is all really really weird to me.
0: So you're being told that they want you here. You're flying into LA to go into this room. Yeah. And in the event you get it, and as you mentioned, being uncomfortable with having to play this older character, they're also telling you on top of that that. Don't worry too much about that because if this is for you, we'll cater it around you. Yeah. I've never heard of anything like that before. I mean, I know it's happened before, but it's rare. Yeah, I mean, right, right. That's typically I hear people like, oh, it just it just wasn't for me. I this don't, is like I this, don't is don't like,
1: this is like catching Charizard or, or Blastoid or, or, or Venusaur off or of the first
0: Pokeball you throw. Yeah,
1: <laughs> off off the, off a, off a standard Pokeball. Off a stand up that day. you didn't even got a Master
0: Ball, bro. A standard Pokeball.
1: Are you trying to catch Venusaur? That's deep, bro. Anybody born ninety nine plus ain't gonna know what we're talking about. But they may learn when Detective Pikachu. I'm gonna have to go grab me a Game Boy. Bro, Bro, I want one so badgy. So this is so this is like way out of my comfort zone now because now that I've been validated in this lane and you know playing you know high school age or whatever the case was is I'm comfortable doing that. You know what I'm saying? And I feel more confident walk walking into those rooms. But now that I'm asked to play, you know, an adult. Even though I am an adult, right, right, I'm now like super self conscious about it, and I and I've, I've noticed myself like so like I, like as you're asking whatever like what was I trying to change? One thing is just like the the
0: pitch in which I speak, trying to make yourself sound like a thirty. Yeah, I'm dropping
1: my voice for no reason and yeah. trying to sound a little bit deeper and trying to make my voice sound richer for this role mm-hmm. when I may not even really need to do that. The energy that they may be looking for in maturity may really happen if you know I just. Change my energy, yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? Your mind, where you are, how you're thinking, how you're moving, right? Right. That could portray and give the feel of, as opposed age. to trying to fake it. Trying to, you know, what's funny? Huh. I mean, I'm not an actor, right? But I re- I saw this book. I said I read this book. I read the title of this book because I saw the book physically and I read the title. I didn't read the book. I read the title. Well, you of the said book. you saw
1: the book, so you just got confused in your
0: brain, but it's fine. Go ahead. I saw the book. Yeah, I wanted to say I read the book. Right. But I saw the book. Yes. Um, and it says. How to stop acting? Yeah, it's a great book. I've read it. Wow, I
1: need to read it again.
0: I'm all loud. I'm sorry. Wow, bro, <laughs> you read that book years ago? How to stop acting? Ten
1: years ago, yeah, yeah. So
0: you mean to tell me I came across that book years ago and I could have been on your path had I picked it up and picked and read it?
1: P- possibly. Damn. Honestly, bro, like like a real, like real talk. Actors don't do anything special. It's not. I forget who you said that. You never go this, sit bro? here and talk to me like that, bro. Bro, I'm I am do I'm not sure who said the same thing with the podcast, bro. We're not special because we're we we got you know we got this podcast and it's not that we're really good at this, but we were courageous enough or ignorant enough
0: to I think ignorant. To, <laughs> yeah, I think so too. But we we're courageous
1: <laughs> or ignorant enough, ignorant enough to to try. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Actors, musicians aren't any different. Really it's, it's not as if God I think Will said this. Uh, but it's not as if God like chooses his favorite people and endows them with these gifts mm. that only the elite have in the world. That's and good. they can do this great thing that nobody else can do. And God just likes these people more than anybody else. No,
0: that's not it. Well, first of all, I just want to say that I would love to be in your position because you and Will are clearly on a first-name basis. <laughs> I still call him <laughs> Mr. Smith. <laughs>
1: Bro, that's bro, Uncle Will. It's everybody uncle. So it's not that, you know, it's a special a special group of people that get to do this. Yeah. The people that get to do this are the ones that are foolish are enough, to, enough yeah. to just say, yo, I'm going to try it. I'm going to give it a shot. And I'm going to are, it. Yeah, the ones that are, that are go as far as to say, I'm not going to
0: quit. We're pointing at each other because we, we're on the same page for those of you who can't see us, which is everyone. Um, <laughs> that's good. Yeah. That's good. Bro. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That is so good. And, and it's funny to hear that and and be moved by that statement alone because it almost sounds so cliche like i don't of i course. can't even i can't even tell you what the bar is but it's a bar that pretty much says um hard work beats talent basically you know what I'm saying hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard boom you know what I'm saying yeah I've heard that but it's another thing when we're able to really dissect and at the practical side of that yeah you know what i'm saying because it's easy to hear and be like yeah i get it but it's another thing that follows suit in action you know what i'm saying and show up for that so that's beautiful that's yeah. beautiful yeah like legit
1: like whatever whatever it is we want to do man it's it's possible and it's out there for us if we're willing to do the prerequis- prerequisites mm. right yeah which are pretty simple you know in theory right of course you know, be able to, to, to be yourself and take a risk and not judge yourself mm-hmm. and all of these things, man. And it's interesting because it's, it's, it's also very ethereal. So it's not as if, like, judging yourself stops at a certain point.
0: Ethereal. Yeah. What does that mean?
1: Oh, God. Um, it's Okay, it's not as if judging yourself stops at a certain point, but it's being able to be comfortable with your thoughts. Be comfortable with the way that you think and who you are. And not to not to get too uh, you said heady the, about everything. Go
0: ahead. Not to, not to get too heady about everything. You said it's simple. The tasks are simple. In theory. In theory. The principles are simple in they're theory. They're simple. But it doesn't mean they're easy, but they're simple. Right. That's key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're not easy, but they're simple. It's simple. I love that. But this word ethereal is like messing me up right now. So, so I mispronounced it, actually. It's ethereal. Ethereal. Still don't know what that means.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Your Wi-Fi is trash, so I'm trying to read. I I don't want to tell people how it is. I was about to tell you. Head. I was about to
0: tell you, bro, that I got T-Mobile because that's how I feel sometimes. I feel like my internet is through T-Mobile, but it's really through Time Warner. I mean Spectrum. Spectrum. Yeah. Who who's that? Probably Time Warner, because I said Are it. You like trying that. to save money? Nah, that's all I got out here, because I live in a different part of the town where we don't have access to files
1: All right, that took an interesting turn. Um, okay, so ethereal, celestial, heavenly, unworldly, spiritual, of a relating to the regions beyond Earth, lacking material substance, marked by unusual delicacy or refinement. Um, what sentence did I use it
0: in now? Since you're making us do this, <laughs> you, you were talking about the process um, of not judging yourself and being yourself um, is not ethereal. Ethereal, it's Something that you're doing so I said I
1: guess, it is in spite of Ethereal. Those feelings. Yeah, I said it is ethereal. And I, I, th- I actually may have used the wrong word now, and I hate that that we've we've gone down this path and people know that I use I use the wrong word. But I, I meant it's like um it's like a it's like a moving target. And there's a word close to that, that means that. Okay. But you know, it's one of those things that's not it's not a stationary objective. You know, it's not as if like you're going to reach a certain point. You reach it and you've arrived. And you're not judging yourself anymore. Yes. That That's not the thing. Yeah. You know, and it's you, like... You've
0: completed the task of yeah. not judging. it's, but it's, it's like changing a relationship to
1: yourself, man. And what, I've, what, I've, what I'm learning through this process too right now is even just about, like, my energy, right? Mm. And understanding that managing yourself as a human being is just like parenting a child, mm. right? I know for Madison, my beautiful baby girl, that she needs to eat at least three times a day. Right. You know? And she needs to, I need to make sure that, hey, man, you got to use the bathroom before we get in this car because we're going to drive for an hour. No, you don't need to drink any more water right now because you're going to have to pee and we're not about to pull over. You're hydrated, sweetheart. You know, you'll be okay for a second. You know what I mean? hmm Or whatever the case is. So having that understanding, that awareness of a child to be delicate and to be, patient with her mm. and guide her and teach her you know i'm learning now how to exercise that same patience with myself
0: ooh that's a bar
1: right so as as i'm as i'm traveling through through this experience as i'm living my life now as an as an artist as an actor i'm now learning to be patient with my emotional status as i'm 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 moving
0: So what does that look like, being patient with your emotional status? I mean, it's like, yeah, go ahead. No, no, that's the question. I need to stop loading in additional information. What does it look like? What does it mean to be patient with your emotional status? So like, for example,
1: understanding my disease, right? Mm -hmm. Um, As I've discussed with you before. Your disease. Yeah, I don't know if I talked about it on air or not yet, but, you know, I I struggle and battle with depression, right? And I never know when I'm depressed. Mm. I never, it's never like I, I wake up and I'm like, oh, I'm depressed today. I'm not that in tune yet. So what'll happen is you know, there'll be days where I just literally don't want to get out of bed, where I'm much more comfortable just to be asleep, and I'm at peace. You know what I mean? Mm. Or I don't want to do stuff, or I find myself very lethargic. I'll be playing with my daughter, and I'll get very tired, and I'll just go to sleep on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. well, I just don't want to deal with people whatsoever. My dad'll call me, you know, for days and I just won't call them back. You know what I'm saying? Some of the homies might hit me up or text me, and I just don't have the energy to mm-hmm. talk to them and give them whatever they're looking for or need in that moment. Like I have a, a lot of trouble interacting with other human beings mm-hmm. and fulfilling my, my duty as a friend or a cousin or a son or whatever it is. You know? So those are all some of the symptoms that I'm now starting to notice, Oh, okay. This behavior is is associated right, right. with me being pro- i probably you know
0: that was my next question yeah it like in you identifying each of those is that something that you're now coming into understanding because of you being patient with your emotions was well, not I'm, I'm
1: I'm 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 now learning that I need to do that right okay I'm talking to myself right now too yeah you know I what hear I'm saying? you I hear you so hear you.
0: I'm learning too by
1: the way for myself. <laughs> So now I'm starting to recognize that that this is what's going on. So and I and I noticed that I'm getting I was getting overwhelmed on the flight, right? I was getting overwhelmed with this the the this this new this new territory I'm about to step into, mm. this new this new event. Okay. You know? Yes. The weight of this event, and this is I'm like literally Tuesday is a championship game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is this I'm playing for the I'm playing actually it's a playoff game. And if and if the play and if I win this game, I play for the title. This game seven on Friday. Gotcha. Because that'll be the test.
0: Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. Uh
1: the uh the 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 studio, the network test, I think, or chemistry test. I'm not sure which one it would be. Okay. But you know, I'm I'm now getting overwhelmed by the moment. And I'm like, I'm thinking like, yo, hold up. What do I what do I want? Like, mm-hmm. do I have to have this project and this character? Is it is it that? Like, is this gonna is this gonna like define the rest of my life? Mm. No. You're, you're asking yourself yeah, this question. yeah 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 no it's not gonna define it's not gonna you know if, if i don't get it like the world's not gonna stop turning like right. my life's not yeah. gonna be over because guess what there's been countless projects that i really wanted that i didn't get and then shortly after i get the i get one that i'm like yo i'm so glad yeah i didn't get that one because now i'm over here this one yeah, yeah and these people are amazing this that's, moment is great that's right? that's wild this, this, this cycle continues to repeat itself. Mm-hmm. So what that tells me is these objectives that I'm going for, um, one of two things are happening. They're either genuinely not for me or it's, it's cyclical and there are different versions of your passions available to you. Or there are different versions of the prize, right? So if I don't get, if I don't win this room, I'm gonna win the next room, and it's gonna be as good or better than the the room that I missed out on is gonna be, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So these opportunities that we're quote unquote missing out on, these failures aren't exactly failures, but the universe is making room for other moments, other things that happen. Okay. And so many things need to happen and yes. and and and, and uh, coalesce for you to be where you want to be, right? And they're all out out of control, you know. So one of the decisions I made was, uh, well, one of the things I was I was really I was really bothered by was the idea that I don't believe that. I'm what they want right mm-hmm. I think they like me I think I could be it but I don't believe inherently I am exactly what they want for this project gotcha I don't believe that
0: Do you, so does that as you're saying that does that feel as if even if they were to move forward with you a part of you would feel as though they're settling for you that may
1: still no, not not settling but that may still be my opinion I may not I may, I may still not think that I'm right for it got it I don't I don't when it comes to casting, I don't really believe they ever settle. Okay. You know what I mean? These are people's passion projects, their course. dreams, of right? Course. Of I course. I believe that when they cast you or cast me, they believe wholeheartedly they believe. that I'm the guy. They have that kind of confidence. That's good to know. I don't have yeah. that kind of confidence in myself 99.9% of the time, mm-hmm. but I believe that they do, which you know gives me peace.
0: I was going to ask, and how, does that, how do you receive that once they've made that type of decision?
1: It's beautiful because, like, for Dare Me, for example, man, mm-hmm. when I walked into that room and met Gina and Megan um, for the first time, Megan Abbott is the 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 creator, writer of the book, co-showrunner, co-writer of the series. Uh, Gina is uh, Gina Fator is the co-showrunner, co-writer. She did, uh, I think, I think she did Gilmore Girls and a bunch of other things, but I don't want to misquote her resume. Mm-hmm. However, they um, when they met me, dude, that's the first time. Like, my parents have never even responded to me this way. I walked into the room. Well, I was actually in the room where it was me and um, it was me and Horizon. we were talking, and they saw me like, "Oh my God, you're here!
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh my God, we're just we're so happy you're here." And we're this is so the first time they've met you. First time, like they didn't even say hello. Yeah. First, you know, it's like we're so happy you're here. We're, we're so happy you're part of this project. Oh my God, when we saw you, like yes, yes, that's him, that's Slocum, right? And I'm like, yo, what? Wow. You know, you mean to say that like I was I was perfect. Right? Yeah. I've never had anyone say I was perfect for anything a day in my life. You know what I'm saying? So for you guys to do this and to say that yo, I was your guy, that meant the world, right? And that gave me confidence going forward, right? Um But it's like cocaine, you know what I'm saying? It lasts 30 minutes and it's gone from what I hear.
0: (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you saying once the project is over or in that moment I'm saying that
1: moment of that 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 affirmation and that appreciation Like that—that that sort of love is is very short lived. It's a very short, short life. And so, where internally,
0: where where are, where are the feelings post that moment that you're saying is short lived? I mean, stealing? you forget about it. Like, I like I haven't thought about that. I don't think about that
1: going into this room. Yeah, that there's a possibility that they're gonna have that same. Got you. Not having,
0: even a thought. Having that validation and certainty of like your talent, your skills—not specifically for that role, but just in your abilities—doesn't mm-hmm. translate over to the next time you're going into the next audition to be no, sure of not yourself. Not for me. It, if anything, it almost starts over again.
1: Yeah, it either starts over again or it just becomes this thing where it's just like it makes you really question yourself. It's like mm-hmm. that. It's like that beautiful girl, mm-hmm. and she's saying that she doesn't. She doesn't believe that, you know, she's as beautiful as other people think she is. Wow. You know, I even heard Karoochie say something like that, how she just she was like, you know, I don't have the big butt or the big breast or this, that, and the third. I, like she she listed all her flaws. Wow. And I'm like, you're Karoochie. Mm-hmm. Karoochie! <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And And even she has insecurities about her appearance, and she is probably one of the top 10 most beautiful women in the public eye right now. Wow. Right? Mm. I'm sure most men would, you know what I mean? Toss her in that category. Right. Not top 15, right? But even she doesn't have a proper perception of herself. Wow. Or not a proper. I'm not going to say doesn't have a proper, but she doesn't have the same perception as we have. Yeah, No of course. Right? The idea that when we look in the mirror or when we hear our voice or when we see images of ourselves, when we see photographs or, or video or we hear stories about ourselves, the, the, the fact that we watch this stuff – and in our subconscious, we have all of our flaws, all of our we're faults, very critical all of, of our failures, yeah. all of our shortcomings, everything we hate about ourselves is present while we're watching it. We're, not, we're never seeing ourselves with fresh eyes. Yeah. We're seeing ourselves through the lens of how we know ourselves in the world through history. Yeah. Some of us still see ourselves as that eight-year-old little boy mm. growing up. That type of insecurity. Wow. Right? So for me, I'm an extremely insecure person. Mm. You know? So having to wear my insecurities on my sleeve and, like, when, you, when you're, when you like, as an actor, when you're not getting the job, it's like, you know, a lot of times we look at ourselves as if it was us. We don't get the job or get or get the girl or the guy or whatever the case is. We look at it like, damn, I'm not good enough. I'm not good, I'm enough, not good enough. enough. Wow. Right? Yeah. It's not that you're not good enough. In fact, you're just not right for that particular thing. Right. Right? And you right. not being right isn't a flaw or a ding against yourself. Right. And that's what I'm learning going into this on Tuesday. Right. If I don't get this, bro, it's because... I was the best version of myself,
0: and 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 what I represent and who I am does not fit right. what they're trying to do. But it's not a knock against you no. and who you are. It's not saying, "Hey, Tony, you're not no. you're not this, you're not that." It's that's just not what we want right now. That's yeah. not what we're looking for. That's good. I I I speak so much, and you hear about this so much in education, especially um, not being good enough, right? Um, they talk about imposter sh- syndrome being, in, especially in higher education, um, as a student or even as a professional, feeling as though um, esoteric. Esoteric. That's, That's the word the you I was it. looking for. That's the word you wanted. That's want the word. It. I'm gonna look it up and tell everybody. But go as, ahead. A, as opposed to ethereal, uh, ethereal, ethereal. Yeah. Etheral. yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. 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 Esoteric. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. So back to uh, imposter syndrome. Like yeah. it's this idea that. Um, have we, have you we not not talked about this before? We probably have talked about okay. it. Like you don't belong and there's a fear that you're gonna get found out. Like somebody's gonna find out that you are not you are pretending in this role of whether you're a college student or pretending in this role as a professional and you don't feel as though you are that professional. You don't feel as though you are that student that belongs in that room. yeah, and there's this fear that the other people around you, know that about you, and they Mm -hmm. see that the moment they look at you, so therefore, you kind of almost want to shrivel up, or don't want to put yourself too far out there, because it's only going to further expose you, right? Yeah. So, it's just like, you feel like a fraud, essentially, Yeah. and you know, that kind of goes back to feeling not good enough, Mm -hmm. you know, and then we even have subgroups of that, where, especially within black communities, and I can speak from experience, um, being in the schools that I've worked in, um, having students that feel as though they aren't black enough. Being yeah. black isn't enough. The fact yeah. that you're black and what you do is your black experience. But there's this perceived understanding or th- this perception or this expectation that a black person has to be this way, think this way, feel this way, act this way, and come from this type of background in order to be classified as black. Yeah, And students are walking around not feeling black enough feeling as though their experiences aren't black because it doesn't look like this. And then you have people from even outside um, racial groups um, who or ethnic groups who even have a perception of what it means to be black. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if you're surrounded by that, I speak from experiences of my family members who feel as though these other ethnic groups are, putting out this expectation that they feel like they have to fit this mold. Oh, I know black people are loud and black people are confrontational. So even as a black person coming into that space with these yeah. individuals may feel like they have to be loud and be confrontational when the opportunity presents itself. Cause otherwise they've let down that expectation of what it means to be black. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it becomes this huge um, complex is how I would label it of not being good enough, you know? And I felt that in my own personal life in dealing with, you know, um, my dad especially. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And feeling like I'm not good enough, and that, and I think I've talked about this before, and how that's impacted my relationship and perspective on on my faith yeah. and my relationship with God. Yeah. Feeling like I'm not good enough because yeah. I've identified God as his father figure because mm. of what I've been learned, what I've learned, and that relationship can only mirror what I know a father to be, and that's my physical dad. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. feeling like I'm not good enough. Like, my my accomplishments have not been enough. And I get to one accomplishment, and it's like, well, what about this one? So yeah. when you talk about having done well on Deremy and they love you, or were you speaking of Harriet? Deremy. Deremy. Un- un- well, Harriet, too, but Deremy. But, yeah, when they, when they when they embraced you, yeah, that does not move over and translate to the next project. I got to stop you. Just hold on to that bit right yeah. there,
1: and we can get back to that. Because I got two things Okay. I, gotta, I have to. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. one thing that's wild about that is, like, one thing I used to hate so when I first started working as an EMT, yeah. back in like twenty ten, young cat, you know, young kid working, right? I used to always get this compliment and like it made my blood boil, right? I just hated it. And I used to always get it's so good to see a young man working.
0: Mm.
1: Honey, we I just love the way you carry yourself. You just speak so well and you're so articulate.
0: Mm. You
1: know, and I just you know, I just I wish I wish other young black boys, you know. You know, move like you. It's just good to see a black, a black, a black, a black man doing something, you know, good. Mm-hmm. You know, and for me, that just creates the stigma that we as black men aren't trying. Yeah. Right? That we're not in school. That studied. bothered you
0: when you heard that. Oh, my
1: God. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel good. Yeah. That didn't make me feel that like. That wasn't encouraging. Yeah. yeah that's like I the mean. really pretty chick that's always told she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Bro, for the, for the homies listening, don't ever walk up to the prettiest girl in the room and tell her she's beautiful. Tell her she's smart, bro. Trust me, because she hears beautiful all the time. That's not gonna pique her interest. Mm. But if you can comment on something that is, you know, adverse to the popular opinion of what everybody sees her as, if you can notice that one thing that nobody ever sees in her, like her intelligence, you know, and it's the same thing for us, right?
0: That's cool. Yeah, that's real. That's real. You that's know, free game. Yeah,
1: because I know, I know a lot of very, it's not very, a game, very that's truth. Right, (laughs) (laughs) that ain't a game. My bad. I know a lot of black men are actually out here trying and hustling. You know what I'm saying? So for you to say that is just disrespectful to me, to the culture. Right? Go, 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 bro. I love, I I love,
0: I love that angle you take. I love that angle you take for multiple reasons, because there's been such a negative perception attached to us as black men that we almost come to expect it. So even when people make comments that are very stereotypical or comments that say, you know what, we're disadvantaged or under resourced and all these things and we're we aren't as good and we have to work twice as hard. A part of me is willing to accept that more often than I would like, Mm. even though I'm around the homies, you and everyone else that I know go against that. So my reality isn't of that perceived stereotype my reality is totally different but i've accepted why that stereotype exists rather than saying you know what i find that statement to be very disrespectful because the community i come from is nothing like that you know what i'm saying and i had that experience in class two -hmm. weeks ago when we identified some stereotypes attached to our racial groups like black latino Native American. We went through the whole list, and all the neg all the ones that were under black were negative. A couple others Whoa, were also all yeah. negative as well. But as I'm reading it, I wasn't even truly phased because I know those words. Other people from other groups were a bit phased, and they were like offended, and was it was sensitive. They were sensitive, and maybe I'm just not as sensitive, or whatever the case may be. I just was like, yeah, that's normal. That's everyday. I've heard these things. I know people think ratchet, people think loud, people think ghetto, people mm-hmm. think all these things, but one person from another group made mention of how they felt the need to explain why that wasn't the truth. Mm-hmm. This person from this other group felt the need to prove that that wasn't the case. Yeah. And you will look at this group and say oh, that's, that's a privileged group. But the fact that this student identified in that group and felt the need to prove it wrong in that class spoke volume to me because I didn't feel that. Yeah, okay. So I was willing to just accept it and see it, even if everyone in the group doesn't even have an understanding in the context of my truth, of yeah. the people I'm around. Yeah. I didn't feel the need to prove to otherwise educate. and to educate. Yeah. That's complacency, brother, and I, I'm not with it. Yeah, you know what I'm that. saying? So I, I love to hear that. you say I feel that, that you felt offended when someone came up to you and told you how you're so articulate and it's great to see a young man work. And I'm glad that you were offended. Yeah. I'm glad you were offended, yeah. brother. That's I mean, good.
1: Because, look, like, well, I don't like. Bro, like you would never, a white woman would never walk up to a white young man as an EMT and say, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. She's going to look at that young man and say, why well, aren't you, are you gonna, are you trying to be a doctor or a nurse? They're going to push. Are you in the law? Yeah. What So what's after this, mm. right? To push the culture. But we don't do that. We take whatever we get, and what happens is you have a group, or, or a majority of complacent young men that go out and get a good job and that's what they're doing. And they don't really realize their full potentials because we encourage them for doing the bare minimum. Right. Right. As long as you ain't gangbanging and doing drugs and as long as you ain't like, you know, becoming a, 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 uh, a disgrace. Wow. You know, as long as you're not
0: not acting negative, just as long as you're neutral. I'm okay at the bare minimum neutral yeah and 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 i and I love that, and I want to just make clear this isn't against encouraging and supporting someone where they're at where they are, or acknowledging where someone is, but it's to not allow for that to be the end all mm. or communicate as if that that that's good enough, which almost sounds contradictory to to kind of what we've been discussing, but in that mode of saying, you know what I'm glad to see you working. I'm glad to see you doing these things. It's about maybe tapping into the individual to see what else they can do, to encourage them to push themselves further. Because it's not this end journey to say, oh, you've done so well. You've made it. The fact that you're young, the fact that you're still alive another day is another opportunity to push yourself to be better than you were the day before. But my my thing is this.
1: The young man that's on his path, that's doing doing whatever he's doing, and, and, and you're proud of him. He's not the one that needs your attention. I would have to disagree low key. Ah, I would have to disagree. Explain that. Why? So I'm saying this, man, the the young kid that's you know, I'm so proud I'm so proud that you're working as an EMT, mm. right? Why, uh, like like why can't you find qualities to be proud of the the other young men that are trying? That are out there hustling, that's, that's trying to get it right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to go out of your way to appreciate them just based off of the strength as you are me in the EMT uniform in in 2010, okay, right, and I'm not saying that that love is wrong, right, 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 but it's really about the approach, and I guess that's what you're trying to reiterate. Yeah. The approach of you going out your way, it's like it's, it's almost like telling, like telling, it's almost like saying you're pretty for a dark skinned girl. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, don't take me out and put me in my own category and 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 compliment my successes. As Got if, you. You know what
0: I'm saying. Got you.
1: That's 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 the that's the spirit. That's I'm the spirit. From. No, I feel but I do that. appreciate your I feel that. your retort.
0: Yeah. No, I, I definitely feel that. I feel that. I, I think that is important because we have grown accustomed to only point out and congratulate those that seem to be in a position that we feel like is better than the masses. The masses. That, that the, we're that around. That community that we're around. Yeah. So yes, I definitely, I, I rock with that. I rock with that. I hear that. I hear that.
1: And the other thing I wanted to say too, so you like you were saying about uh, on the on the spirituality piece
0: about you looking at God as a man, I look at God in his in as a father figure in right. comparison. No, I look at God as a father figure through the lens in which I've uh, interacted with my father figure. Right, right, yeah. which I find interesting
1: because I all like you know I've had this thought too of late of like like what if what if God didn't have a gender? Or what if he was? Everything. You know what I'm saying? Have you watched The Shack, bro? I haven't. Did, did, the they, did they talk about that?
0: Oh Well, I read the book, so okay. I feel like it was more of an in-depth process that allowed me to truly sit with these ideas. Yeah. I would recommend The Shack by, I think his name is William Young. It um, right. sound right. It sounds right, right? It sounds like a writer. It sounds like it might be it. Um, I'm sorry. It's W.M. Paul Young. W.M. period. That might stand for William. I don't know. But W.M. Paul Young wrote the book called The Shack. Um, And the the tagline is where tragedy confronts eternity. Oh, you said God was a woman in that. God. So this is the piece. This is the piece. So this book transformed my faith in such a way that I was able to unlearn some of the things that I've been desiring to unlearn in the shortest amount of time ever. It gave me the right perspective that all the things I felt like I needed to unlearn just fell away yeah. because it spoke about it speaks about the trinity god the father got the son got the holy spirit right okay. and in that i recognize that as a human there's no way i can truly understand god in its entirety right the full trinity i'm not going to be able to understand the only way i can truly understand is through the scope in which I have understanding. Mm. So, I only know human form. I mean, yeah. I know animals that exist, but I don't really know what it means to be an animal, what it feels like to be an animal, right. and truly understand their structure and how they interact with one another. But I know human. So, in in the book... So, with yeah.
1: that, it's interesting because, you know, most a large majority of animals, I want to say, I could be wrong, some biologists are at me, but... We're talking about mammals right we too are mammals but we're
0: conscious yeah right we, we have, so we have the opportunity mammals, we have free will and all that yeah. right so
1: those mammals wouldn't be able to relate to our experience because we're like we we, we are superior to them yes right yes in ways in the same way i think you're saying that you wouldn't understand the the spiritual exactly right Is so that, yeah
0: i don't have any understanding of the spiritual in such a way that i understand it in its entirety but one of the one of the the moments that happens is understanding that god can take on the form of a human because god is supreme to human right. so god can become human as he did in christ right that's that's what i believe but in that it was in the in the in the in the, the book itself god appeared to the main character as a woman mm. and he was so perplexed because he's like yo i didn't expect god to be a woman what's up with this and God said as a woman said because you wouldn't receive the healing that you need if I were to come to you in the form as a man of a man mm. he needed in order to heal from a situation the warmth and the nurturing feel that a woman can provide got it because that's where he is got it and later he had to confront a very hard situation And in that moment, he needed the support and the push of a man Mm -hmm. just because of who he was. So God then came to him as a man. Right. And it would be inconsistent if you're just looking at it at face value. But because of the relationship that was established in him dealing with God as a woman, he was then able to understand God a little bit more. So when God came to him as a man, he wasn't thrown off. Like, how are you doing this? He truly understood at that point. Got it. Because the relationship was established. So I say all that to say, like, our our understanding of God has been very limited because of our experience as humans. Right. But I don't think God has a gender. I don't think God has any of the things that we identify as as humans, because right. God isn't a human. Right. You feel me? God That's is. That's what I human. always struggle with because
1: I like I remember like, you know, the church would say you know when you go to heaven like I like I would so like like, like if you go to heaven are you still married? Like you still is it still husband and wife? No, no, your your spirit at that point. You're in your 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 spirit yeah. form. So, you, so you so there is no gender. Mm-hmm. So, if there's no gender, if there's no wife in heaven or mm-hmm. a husband in heaven, then if n- if we don't have gender, then why is God a a him? Right.
0: We we try to put our human limitations on God. We try to right. box God into something we can truly understand. Yeah. And we have to understand that we'll never fully understand. You yeah. know what I mean? If we fully understood, there would be no there would be no reason for faith right. at all. No, of course. Because we would understand. Yeah. If I had an understanding, I don't need to trust in God and pray and all that. I already know what's about to happen. I know what's about to unfold. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's a topic in itself that can be unpacked because I would I love to dive into that. I would too. Bro,
1: like like legit, a lot of a lot of my ideas revolving spirituality are very adverse to what I was taught. Mm. Um and it's like I feel like I legit feel like at this chapter this level of life that that we're at right now 27 for me is uncoding or decoding a lot of my programming mm-hmm. you know and how I was socialized in school and how I was socialized by my parents and asking the questions right asking why mm. i don't know who i was talking to man but but there I was in I was in I was talking to the homies Jenna and uh Alexis but there um there are people that hate people that ask why. Yeah. You
0: know what I'm saying? Like I they call them upset. parents. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, mama. I love you. <laughs> mama mama, I love you. Mama, I love
1: you. Uh, but no, for real though. It's like people don't people don't wanna like ask questions. Mm. Even while we believe a certain way. Yeah. Why are you a Christian? Yeah. That's one of my biggest questions right now. Mm-hmm. Because I know some Muslims that bro we talked they, about bro, they
0: walk well boy man they walk real well man listen man listen that's a conversation to have bro <laughs> bro come on let me tell you come on yeah. so i'm like i'm like really looking at it i this. hear you
1: but and, and then there, and there are so many people and this is what i hate there are so many people that let's say i was a muslim i got family members that would like really be like you're wrong mm. you're wrong because of this and you're wrong
0: yeah why why
1: because, you know, the other side, too, may say you're wrong for, you know?
0: Yeah, right. Why right. does it
1: have to be this this competition of right and wrong? And why does the church have to be like, it's kind of like, it almost fits in how we were raised. Like in, in, like, in the times of slavery, a lot of the stuff they highlighted was, you know, they manipulated certain verses in order to make people submit, right? Yes. One of the big verses was, you know, slaves must obey their masters, yes. right? Was mm-hmm. one of the ones they really, really used. I ain't no, uh, you know, master of theology, so I can't really break down what that really meant. Mm. But they used those verses to, to get you to believe this. Right. You know, there's even a verse, I really want to get into that one too on, on air at some point, but th- there's one about tithes. Right. Mm. And we talked about this briefly yeah. and I got to read it. But there's, but there's something that kind of says your ties are something that you are supposed to go celebrate with your community. You know what I mean? Or with the church. And you were also supposed to, like, rejoice in, in, in your ties that you brought to the altar, wow. altar, altar, which would be whatever your you know, you know, whatever you produced. Yeah. Right. You also rejoice in it, in the church, in the presence of the Lord. It wasn't a thing that you offered up to other people. Got it. It's what was explained to me and what I've read. I was like, yo, you know
0: what I mean? That's something to unpack. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, So it's interesting, man, when you look at all of that, but a lot of people don't want to ask why. They just want to take things as they are Mm -hmm. and run
0: with them. And I think that's good. I think the issue is that we're uncomfortable with not knowing. So the reason why I think people are uncomfortable with why, specifically if you're talking about faith or you're asking someone why they're a Christian or why they believe the way that they believe, if they are uncomfortable with answering that is because in having to question it, meaning that they have to be willing and open to the idea that they may be wrong. Not saying that they will be wrong, but But be open to the idea that you might be wrong and there's something for you to learn. And I think in just... In, in in all that you've shared and even where you are now and you talking about because it still stands out very loud to me is that you're learning to be patient even with your emotions. You're starting to ask yourself why. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. feeling a certain way. What are all these things attributed to? And even in us having these conversations, how that's even done something for me when I look at my life and the things that I do when I'm dealing with anxiety because that's something I'm coming into grips and understanding about myself as I'm going through grad school. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not not dealing with anxiety because I understand anxiety. I don't even understand anxiety. I had a, I had an assumption that I never addressed that I thought anxiety would look like. Mm. If somebody were to say, what does anxiety look like? I would just probably name a bunch of stuff that I feel distant from. Yeah. But based on how I've been behaving, how I feel when I'm writing papers, when I'm reading, when I'm taking notes, and when I'm preparing for class, I'm dealing with anxiety. Yeah. And that's something I just have to become comfortable with and identify my feelings. I haven't worked through it. It isn't something I've wanted to talk to a therapist about yet, yet, because it will happen. Yeah. But in being patient with myself and dealing through my emotions, I'm better, I'm better able to identify where some of these things are leading me yeah. to be able to have that conversation. But I have to ask myself, why do I feel this way? Why am I responding this way? Right. Why... Is it that this is something I'm constantly feeling even though last time I realized it wasn't as bad as I thought it was? You know what I'm saying? I'm asking myself why. So you bringing that up is making me realize, dang, that's exactly what's happening. And yeah. it's extremely vulnerable. It's extremely um, um, intrusive of my own self. Yeah. But I'm asking myself why. Right.
1: And it's like, so we're in the same place where it's like we're finally becoming aware of our condition, Mm. and sensitive to it. Yes. Right? Yes. Listening to it. Yes. Like, legit, like, the craziest concept for me right now, and it's a large part about why I think I'm not ready for a relationship, is the idea that I have a relationship to myself. Right? And there's there's a way that I'm supposed to love myself and deal with myself and be patient with myself. Right? And understanding that that I've got to cater to whatever my needs are. And everybody's needs are different. Yeah. Right? One thing, I was thinking about this in the car, man. Uh, Today, literally like an hour ago, um, I got back and there was a moment where I was like, yo, I, I, I really wish I didn't have a daughter because it'll be so much easier to hustle. Mm. And then I caught myself. Wow. Right? Yeah. And I said, yo, like, I am who I am because of her. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm doing what I'm doing because, because of her. Of her yeah. She's the one that, you know, told me to start start doing this. You know? Her existence inspired everything about what I'm doing right now. But in my mind, at that moment, you know, betrayed, you know, my heart. And it would be so much easier if I didn't have this responsibility wow. and this weight of of, of of trying to provide for her and pursue this this dream. And hoping that this dream will provide for her too. Yeah. Right? But it's the idea that By the uh, way,
0: it already is providing for her, which is amazing.
1: It is, yeah. But yeah. I it is. You. you know, it doesn't always feel like it, but it is. Right. You know? So I had that moment and then um but that's that's also like anxiety and me just worrying about stuff that just ain't even a issue right now. Yeah. You know? And Something that I didn't even hear right now. No. Yeah. Yeah. Anxiety is always about something that ain't happening. It's, it's you're you're uh, wondering what if. It's a fear. Yeah. Oh, my God. What if I fear. can't pay my bills? And yeah. your heart rate rises and you start sweating. Bro. and
0: You know? Yeah. Something I'm, I'm doing right now is getting back to where I was at one point where I wouldn't rush. I don't believe in rushing. Mm. I don't believe in, in pressure. In pressure. I don't yeah. believe in any of that. No. I don't but as of late I've been participating in it mm. and I finally have caught myself because I've been giving myself the opportunity to slow down and recognizing that I'm now operating something that I don't even believe. Yeah. And what that really looks like is literally I don't believe in rushing. If I wake up and I'm late to work, I'm not going to run down the stairs right. and run here and do this and do that because in the process of doing that, I'm going to skip three or five steps right. that I have to do. Yeah. And because of that, I'm going to have to go back and do those steps over, which is adding more time, which is going to make me even more late. Yeah. Versus taking my time and doing it well all the way through so that I don't have to come back right. to redo those steps. Yeah. They're already done because they yeah. were done well and I was done. You know. And also I've learned one of my strengths through Strength Finders is connectedness and that's believing that everything happens for a reason and everything, there is no coincidence. So something simple as me waking up late, I don't ever know, and I never probably will know, whether or not me waking up late means that I'm going to be on the main road five minutes later than I would have. Right. And had I been on that road five minutes earlier, what if I would have got, gotten into a car accident? Right. You know what I mean? Or what if I would have done this? Or what if me being five minutes late allows me to see maybe a homeless person the minute i get to my car and i'm able to bless them with some money or some food you know what i mean all those things to me are divine i think life happens that way i remember i remember reading a post um not too long after 9-11 had occurred um the attack happened in um new york where it was this post about all the different people that were running late to work that day. Oh. Somebody woke up late, someone missed their cab, someone misplaced their wallet, someone couldn't find their keys, wow. someone got stopped at whatever, somebody got pulled over, yeah. somebody blew a tire. Yeah. All these people as loud. were supposed to be in that building, but because of these unfortunate events that we often get upset about, because of these events they're still alive today. Yeah but in those moments i'm sure they were pissed off that they were happening Mm -hmm. not knowing that that very unfortunate event is the very thing that's allowing them to see another day yeah well god is allowing them to see another day because of that delay in that thing you get what i'm saying so i genuinely believe now that's not for me to take advantage of and be like oh i'm late what's another five minutes but to not allow myself to put that pressure on where i'm operating beyond myself i'm operating past where i currently am i still need to be honest and be like you know what notify the correct people to say you know what i'm running late yeah i'll be there as soon as i can this is the time i'll be there still do my due diligence and communicating but trying to rush against the clock to hopefully get there three minutes sooner i may do something crazy and run a yellow light because i'm rushing bro i got into and
1: a car accident rushing to work there you have it my my old 100 Accord. I tore up the whole side of my car. Bad, bro. Um, yeah. There's an old man. Uh, you remember when I used to live on McNabb, right? Yes. Yeah, you remember yes. that? that yeah. is a wide street. Yeah. Wide, yeah. Literally two cars can go down the same lane mm-hmm. on on either side. So this car... It's our truck. Old man is, you know, 90s Chevy, like a classic, you know, make America great again truck. Wow. And my man, (laughs) my man was trying to make a a right hand turn into that Kmart that was on the on the on the corner of McNabb and Rosecrans. And I tried to speed around him because I was running late to work and he hit my car. And then when I backed up off his car, I, like, almost peeled my door off. Like, my whole door was just jacked up. Wow. I don't know if you remember that that car, but, like, it was like the door was messed up for a second before mm-hmm. I got it fixed. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I ended up going to the junkyard again getting yeah. another door. I do remember. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. I did that rushing to work, and I got into that accident, and then I had to call him and say, yo, I can't come in today. Dang. Right? Dang. And there was another incident where... I can't remember the details of this one. There's another incident where I think I called off work or something. or I just didn't schedule an extra shift or something. Mm-hmm. And the day that I was supposed to work, that for whatever reason I didn't work, I normally work that day and, the, and those hours, there was a shooting at Sentinella. Wow. And then, um, you know, they, they shot an inmate in his room. He was handcuffed to the bed. They shot and killed the man. And it's like, you know, everybody was tripping out because, yeah. like, you know, you know I could have been in there doing the EKG right. when all that stuff went down. Right. Right. Or, you know, bandaging up something. They could have saw something or whatever and just start busting. That
0: bussing. could have been it,
1: yeah. Yeah. And that one didn't really make the news or nothing nothing heavy, but, you know what I'm saying? So, anyway, that just validates your point. Yeah, Good no. Good, sir. That,
0: yeah. that, bro, that's perspective. Yeah. That's perspective. And literally, I'm only getting back to that place because I'm... Being patient with myself yeah. to identify what I'm dealing with, not identifying what I need to do to be better because I don't feel better, but slowing down to figure out what my symptoms None are. None of it is an objective, though. That's None our problem. It. We all we always think in objectives, of right? Yes.
1: Well, I need to get to this goal. That's Break how we're down. trained. Break it down. Right? Yeah. We're playing basketball. You need to make this basket. You need to beat the other team. You need to be better than, right? As opposed to looking at the situation and saying, bro, what do I need right now? What do I need? I have all these goals, you know, back to the callback. All man. these goals about this. But what do I need, bro? I was on that plane, bro, and I watched um, Robin Williams' documentary come inside my mind.
0: Mm, never heard of that.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. It's a great documentary. And I'm watching that, man. I saw where Robin Williams struggles with some of the same stuff I struggle with, right? And it gave me peace knowing that I'm not the only one. That just, that, that's still a reminder. And it released some of the anxiety. When i got to to la finally you know i was still anxious but i decided that you know what i'm not doing any work today mm. and i may not do anything tomorrow yeah and i don't think i did anything yesterday that's good you though. know what i'm saying yeah and i just let my mind i just, I just let it go right and then doing that I, I felt more comfortable and i finally arrived at the place i am now which is what i wanted to say earlier. Um, of, oh, no, I did say this about, you know, if, if I'm not the one, it's, it's not because I didn't do anything. Yeah. It's just because my, my energy is just not what this project needs. Wow. My energy's my energy for something else. Mm. Right. So now it's about for me, understanding my energy and, 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 and the waves that I'm emitting, the vibrations that I'm operating with and figuring out what I need. Do I need to meditate? Do I need to listen to music? Do I need to take a bath and drop me a bath bomb and just relax and soak? You yep. know what I'm saying? Do I need to spend time with my daughter and get her energy and and, and, and be reminded of my purpose? Mm. Right? What yes. do I need right now to get back on track? Because my mind isn't right right now. Right. So how do I fix that? Do I need to just shut myself off and isolate from people? Right? They may hurt in the moment. But unless that's a person that is going to die and may hurt themselves without me, you know, unless they're really going through something, they need a friend. You're good to do what you need to do, I think.
0: Right? Right. right.
1: So what do I need? And that's, and that, and that's what I, I believe both of us are talking about with being patient with yourself, man. 100%. So I'm with
0: that. 100%. That, you know what that reminds me of? A conversation we had about happiness. Mm. And, you know, those of you listening probably didn't go listen to it because the, the plays ain't that high. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but but with happiness, is like we do so much... For who? For other people. And... For example, if we are trying to impress somebody that we are interested in romantically, and I feel like relationships are a great way to explain situations oftentimes. We 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 understand maybe a loved one isn't feeling well or maybe they aren't in the best of moods. Mm. We know certain things to do to get them in the yeah. right mood. Yeah. Maybe we'll, you know, play their favorite song or get them something great to eat or encourage them with some words. Yeah. But what things are we doing in our own lives to set ourselves up to bring out more positive emotions for ourselves? I'm not feeling the best. But rather than give myself 10 minutes to maybe meditate and slow my day down, maybe play some music that I like or maybe go for a walk because that seems to clear my mind. I'm going to just stay going, pushing through the day because I feel like I have so much to do. And then at the end of the day, I feel even more burdened down by a feeling that I potentially could have better dealt with. Yeah. Not saying get rid of, but better deal and care for the feeling that I'm currently in. Because we're going to have days where we're feeling low. Yeah. And those days may never get as high as our highest day. But there's something I can do to help shape the environment in which I'm in to make that day a little bit easier. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But. I have to be intentional with that because if I allow the hustle and bustle of my day, if I wake up and I don't feel the best, not even for any particular reason, but I rush to work, I get to work, and now I'm irritated because my coworkers are asking me to do something I don't want to do, and then I go here, then I go to class, and now I'm stressed out about this assignment, and now I'm stressed out about the next thing. I've allowed myself to go through the day feeling emotions that I possibly could have curved. Yeah. So that maybe when I interacted with my coworker, I don't trip out right away. Mm-hmm. I take five minutes to myself. So now I'm not building upon something that I'm already dealing with. Yeah. I'm not adding additional symptoms to the symptoms that I currently have, making my issue and my disease worse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm, I'm intentional with how I'm caring for myself. Yeah. So I, I say it goes back to even happiness because it's like we have the control to can. To, to influence our environments in a way that helps us walk better yeah. in the, our day-to-day. Yeah, I mean, so, the issue,
1: I think the greatest issue for all of us, myself included, is we don't spend enough time getting to know ourselves. And it happens, I think I, that's why I asked the question, uh, what's your favorite uh, food? Right? Mm. And I'm sure a lot of you guys thought about your favorite food historically, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe like, you know, shrimp or, or, or steak or whatever the case is. But what's your favorite food right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, what have you had in the recent years that you're like, yo, this is hidden. You know, I can eat this every day. Yeah. Right? What is that in the moment? And a lot of us aren't really paying attention and keen to ourselves in the moment to figure out who we are and what our needs are. Because your needs at...
0: Twenty-seven. Ooh. are different than your Ooh. needs at seven, bro. Say it, say it. I don't think I received it the way you, when that, I wrote it that way when you said it that day, that day. I never said On it to you. I wrote it. You that, wrote it. I wrote
1: that in that in that in that in that sample in the uh, the teaser I sent you.
0: Tony's writing a book. Yeah. Whatever. Yes. 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 <laughs> so yes, yes, I wrote it in yes,
1: there, right? Yes. Yes. I wrote it in there. I think. Oh, um. So 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 the idea is when you were like my daughter. My daughter's four years old, right? I can give that little girl a lollipop, and she's over the moon a freaking lollipop, and she's geeked, right? 10 cents. Right? Don't cost nothing. However, I can't give a 28-year-old woman a lollipop and expect to make her day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. No Lil Wayne, right? Yeah. Yeah. Her needs have shifted. They've changed, right, Right. from 5 to 10 to 15 to 20 to 25 to 30. Your needs shift, and the things that excite you, the things that – that that um bring you happiness or peace or joy are all different. Yeah. Right? But the problem is we lose track once we're conscious of, of ourselves and who we are. Yes. We
0: just stop paying attention. Because we feel like we've arrived. Right. I know what my favorite food is, I know what my favorite yeah. color is. It's I know what I was I, want. I know was what fine. I like. Why would it change? I've yeah. already figured it out. That's not something I need to continue right. to be aware I of. Figured I figured myself to. out. This is who I am. Yes. Bro, there is no
1: who I am. Yes. You're changing and evolving every single day. Yes. Every day, what you want, what you desire, who you are, is shifting. Wow. Closer and closer to whatever, whatever that 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 ultimate. Um, it's not even a word to describe, but whatever that whatever your energy needs to be before you leave this planet, yeah. you're getting closer and closer to that. Yes. But if you believe in God or an afterlife, that energy then exists in a different form in a different place. Wow.
0: Right. Wow.
1: So it's just it's just this experience for yeah. a second. Right. But then you then it turns into something else. And I guarantee whatever it becomes, you're not gonna be worried about anything that you did here. That You
0: did here. One thing, bro. Uh Like I said, I really believe relationships are a great way to help us actualize some of these concepts, at least for me. Um, I think about. Maybe where I was in high school when I wanted a romantic relationship. Couldn't tell you exactly what it was I was looking for. At the time, I was intrigued by looks. I was intrigued by, you know, I'm able to connect with this person. I'm intrigued by these certain things. In hindsight, having graduated from college and I look back, my relationship was definitely based on those things, but there was something greater that I was receiving. Mm. I was receiving a space to be in control. It was the one thing in my life that I felt I could make decisions for, Yeah. yeah of course, yeah, yeah, with this individual, but able to say, you know what, we're going to talk about this, we're going to do this, we're going to go here, we're going to fill this, these are the things we're going to envision for the next month or whatever it is. It was a space in which I had control because in school, I had to abide by going to class eight to three uh at home, I had to do my chores. I had to do this. I had to be in bed. Mm-hmm. I couldn't just leave when I wanted to. I couldn't yeah. just get in the car and do what I want and go to eat at two o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah. I didn't have that freedom. Yeah. And that was the one place, even at my job at the time when I was working at Mulligan Family Fun Center. Like I had to clock in, I had to do the job this way. Yeah. It was one of the areas of my life that I had free control and I had free, I had the control to choose. Yeah. And I enjoyed that, but I was not conscious that that's what I enjoyed. Mm. So I get out of college, you know, I, I grow, I develop. Not once that I think I reevaluated what I needed in a relationship and what I wanted in a relationship. To me, it was still very much looks. I get along with this person. It's this, it's that. So this must be someone I I can be in a relationship with yeah. because. I don't have that many requirements. Sure, I think I know there's things that I look for in a person. I can come up with it, but I'm not really using that list of things to vet the people I'm trying to be in a relationship with. I'm intrigued. This person seems interested. They look good. I get along with them. A few things click. We have a couple things in common. We like Chipotle, and we both (laughs) um, you know, wear Nikes, so we must be ready for each other. We must be made for each other. So I move forward in this relationship off of the standards and expectations that I've established for myself since maybe high school or even middle school. I don't take the time to evaluate where I am now in life. I remember when I moved into my place on my own and I started having to pay bills. I had to go to work because I had to provide for myself. I had all these, I had to go grocery shopping. I had to do all these things and it's different doing it on my own as an adult because i know i'm not going back home you know what i mean god forbid i may have to right and that's fine because life is life and you know i'm gonna still be alive and breathe and have another chance to do it better next time however god forbid i have to take a step backwards right and i realized in being on my own and having this freedom i no longer needed a relationship to be the space in which I had control. Mm. I now needed a relationship that would complement and strengthen me Mm. with where I am and where I wanna be. That encouragement to be better than I was yesterday, that support, that connection, it's a lot deeper. But I never would have come to that understanding if I didn't take my time in understanding who I was, Mm -hmm. where I was, and what it was I needed and wanted to move forward for the next day you feel me yeah. and that was a huge awakening for myself yeah. to come to recognize but it never would have happened had I not recognized that I have to be attentive to myself yeah. as I developed and grew because I'm changing yeah you know what I'm saying yeah. that's bro mind blown yeah mind bro blown. so
1: so that happens that didn't happen for me in the same ways it happened for you mm-hmm. how that happened for me was again through Maddie okay right? so for as long as i can remember what i what i th- what i wanted was a family i thought if i can have a family i will be happy yeah if i can have a wife some kids um and a home a home yeah right and have that love that structure right it doesn't matter what job i have yeah. i can be an emt i can be a nurse i can work and own or, or or work and manage jersey mikes it does not matter i don't need i don't need that being an actor right why do i need to go through all of that to try to be happy and and, and fulfilled? nah bro if i got if i got my family i'm gonna be good and it was only when i got married it's only when i had a child it was only when i was trying to buy a house and none of that stuff at that moment was making me happy wow you know it was the second most you know depressed state i was in Mm. right is when i realized that a woman cannot make me happy my daughter cannot make me happy right um even now a job does not make me happy you know what i'm saying it's all so much bigger than that right now now it's contradictory but whatever those elements can contribute to my happiness but they not they, they don't define it you know what i'm saying
0: And they don't define it.
1: No, you know, they're not the the source. They
0: don't define it. That's not the source. That's powerful. Yeah, it's
1: not the source of my happiness. Yeah, your happiness has to be something that you create, you know, and back to something you said earlier, which I which I I wanted to respond to, man, is like what people fail to understand, man, is that you control your environment. Mm -hmm. If you don't like something, you can always leave. And start over or, or do it differently. If You don't like your job, you can get another job you don't like your career you can start over and get another career especially if you're under 30. yeah most of the people that are popping popping didn't pop till after they turned 30. Mm. (laughs) you know what i'm saying and the ones that we've seen
0: pop before that are the outliers
1: Yeah. yeah 100. you know what i'm saying so it's just that idea man that it's cliche and it is man it's all in you man you gotta really like it's all what in you in you yeah what you need what you want and you gotta like you know you gotta just really figure it out and simplify things to the point where it's like you're not you know dependent on anybody else to make you feel good because they're not gonna do it you know what you talked about too i think was a partnership
0: yeah oh man and zach talked about
1: that too on his episode
0: hey yeah yeah he did yeah he did talk about that hey go peep that episode yeah. Go peep that episode.
1: Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. But it's just it's just really interesting, man. But it's just at a point now, man. I guess to sum up for me, man, it's just like, you know, I'm I'm learning to love myself. You know what I'm saying? Took 27 years for me to get to this place where I'm learning to love myself. Snap! Right? Snap, snap! 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 Yeah. My voice, my energy, my appearance, who I am, and what I bring to the table. Because I know for a fact, bro, like nobody else can can do what I do. Yeah. Nobody else can create the energy I create in rooms and can make people laugh in the way that I like to make people laugh, whatever the case is. Nobody can do that, Mm. you know, and. I'm like, I'm recognizing the fact that I'm not one thing, you know, I'm a multitude of things like my energy, depending on where I am and, and, and what I need to accomplish, like I'm a shapeshifter. I'm an artist and that's okay. You know what I'm saying? I'm learning that. In this experience, bro, like one of my favorite quotes from my favorite author is it says um, in nature, there's neither winning or losing. There's only movement. No, no. no. In nature, there's neither victory nor defeat. Only movement.
0: Mm, That's good. Only
1: movement. That's good. That's good. That's good. You never win or lose. That's good. And that's one thing I appreciate about this this acting shit, dog, is it doesn't matter what you accomplish, yo. Like, it really doesn't matter because the moment that shit is over, you forget about it. Yeah. It yeah. don't matter how much money you made on the last job. It don't matter how good the movie was. It don't matter who you worked with. The moment it's over, you
0: forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. Man. That's powerful. Anyway. um, This is Helping Homies Win the Podcast. Tools for Lifting the Generation. Please subscribe to give us feedback. Appreciate y'all for listening. Peace. Much love.
1: Peace.